0: Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Cinco de Mayo podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. We're going to Cinco some aspects here today, and then I have a great listener question that we're going to get into. The first of these aspects happens at 12 noon today, and I was kind of thinking about high noon at the OK Corral because the sun conjuncts Uranus course, we're talking about this happening in Taurus. And you know, there's just some amazing energy in Taurus right now, as we have seen. We talked about it yesterday. The moon wobble, where in about a week, the sun will conjunct the North Node at 22 degrees Taurus. But today, the focus is on 14 degrees, the sun and Neptune conjoining at noon. Now, obviously, we know about the unpredictable, the surprise, the out of the blue, the What in the world could possibly happen that hasn't already? Kind of element to this. But what else could this possibly mean? Well, let's don't forget about another element of Uranus, and that is personal improvement. Radical self-growth. May I refer you to the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast? (laughs) You can hear my story of it. How about spiritual awakening? New ways of doing things, new ways of thinking of things, new ways of seeing the world, the great awakener, being on the positive side and not trying to duck into the shadows waiting for some axe to fall. We can lean into the positive sides of this aspect and really enjoy some personal, exciting liberation. So let's choose that. What do you say? There's one other aspect that for some of you will happen today. Some of you, it will be tomorrow. It's an overnight thing in the United States. And that is that Mercury sextiles Venus at 2.05 Eastern Time this tomorrow morning. Sorry, tomorrow morning. So what I was just going to say on that is tell somebody you love them. The energy is on your side. You've got it all day long today. Catch the applying side of that aspect. And look, if you're not in a relationship with somebody, you don't wake up and tell somebody you love them find somebody. (laughs) Just tell them you love them today. The energy is on your side and the world needs it. Now, several of you have been waiting patiently to get some questions answered. So let's hit Tiffany first. Hey, Thomas, it's Tiffany. I have a question for you. I was looking ahead in the chart a few months to around July 27th, right after the next moon wobble. And I noticed in the chart that there was both a grand square and a grand trine with the south node at the tip of both. What would you do with that type of energy? Thanks. Wow, Tiffany, I'm impressed. You are looking way ahead in the chart. Congratulations on that for educating yourself on what's coming up in the future. That's awesome. Love that. Let's talk about that whole period of the year. So she's talking about the later part of July, July 27th. This will be the beginning of the next moon wobble. The sun will square the nodes of the moon on August 10th. If you want to put that in your calendar, and then you can back up 21 days from that. That will be the beginning of the moon wobble officially. Now, this is an interesting period in the year because, as you know, we've had All of the planets stacked up basically in two signs for months now. And about this time in July is when things start to thin out. So we actually have two planets in Leo, two planets in Cancer, still three in Taurus. Mars will be in there along with Uranus, but also the north node of the moon will be in Taurus, which it will be for the next about, what, 15 months. And then we have Jupiter in Aries, Neptune in Pisces, Saturn in Aquarius, and Pluto in Capricorn. So you see how things have started to thin out by now? see how things have thinned out by now? We get to bring new terms back into our vocabulary. Things like squares... (laughs) and oppositions will start to actually be said during this time. And as we move into August, September, October, it thins out even more. So we get to reintroduce some of these aspect patterns that we, for the most part, have not been talking about, like a T-square. Put two of them together, and you get the grand square or the grand cross. They're both interchangeable terms, basically four planets separated by square aspects. Well, the first thing I would do with it, Tiffany, is start to look at who the players are. We always want to know who's on the court. Now, at this particular time, another interesting factor is that Uranus is one of those on the court. It's one of the four points of the big square, and it is conjoined by the north node of the moon and only three degrees removed from Mars. So I would start right there. I would be asking about that aspect, that big conjunction, a lot more than I would be worried about what else was around it because that's a vortex in and of itself. That's a big aspect. But who else is there? Well, Saturn is one of the points. The south node of the moon, as she mentioned, is one of the points. So is Mercury. So we have the supernova, Uranus, north node Mars, then Saturn, then the south node, then Mercury. That's a powerful grand cross. Now, she also mentioned a grand trine, and I do see that. However, it is a little bit weaker than the squares. Why? Because it's involving the moon. So the moon is one of the points of the grand trine. That's a triangle in the chart with three trine aspects comprising it. Three 120-degree aspects. The players on that one are the moon... Neptune, and again, the South Node. So the South Node is really prominent here. And obviously, we are keeping our eye on the South Node in Scorpio. We are watching it every day until it moves out. July 17th, 2023, that's 417 days. That's one year, one month, and 22 days from now. But hey, who's counting? Now, where I wouldn't give the trine as much weight is because the moon is involved. So that's very passing unless it's a trigger. And the other reason is because Neptune is in a fairly wide trine to the south node. Now, real quickly, the other piece of this that I would want to look at, and I am, is looking at the United States Sibley chart, the birth chart of the United States. Then I put the solar arc chart up for the United States, and then I put these transits because I wanted to see where that supernova was related to the United States chart. You know how we've been talking about the sixth house of the United States chart here recently? Food, health, money. You know, we've been talking about those things. Here, that supernova is again. And you know, a lot of people are predicting that these food processing plant shutdowns from the fires are going to impact in the summer. I don't know how they know these things, unless they're watching the astrology. Now, we have to take this information and make our own judgments and our own decisions with it. But, Tiffany, this is a great looking out point, and I am really impressed by this Uranus node, North Node, and Mars conjunction in late July. That is something to keep our eye on for sure. And thank you very much for bringing it to our attention. All right, back with more. We'll wrap up the week and set up the weekend tomorrow on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Hope you have a great Thursday. See you then.